So if you've listened to all the episodes of this podcast thus far, you know that one of the core ideas here is that when I'm sitting down to make a song, I have no idea how it's going to turn out, right? Every week I say, well, this song could be amazing or the worst thing ever. And since I write a song every single day, it's really kind of a crapshoot when it comes to making this podcast. Several times throughout this process, I've recorded an episode with a song that turned out not so great, only for the song I do the next day when I'm not recording my process to end up being something that I really liked. There's one song that falls into this category in a big way. Uh, I wish so hard that I had been recording the process of making it because somehow, in a completely unforeseeable way, it became the biggest hit numbers-wise I've ever had with Song A Day. So today, we're breaking the format. I'm going to talk about this song, how I made it, but also the impact it had on both my life and in probably school-age kid culture. This is the season one finale of As It Happens, a show about songwriting in real time. I'm Jonathan Mann. I've been writing a song every day since January 1st of 2009. There are infinite ways to approach writing a song, and you never know how it's going to turn out. But in this case, it turned out pretty great. Let's talk about it. So, I love babies. I've always loved babies. I've never not freaked out when I saw a baby and gone gaga over them. My ex and I broke up because I wanted kids and she didn't. Um, we made a song about it. I want to have kids. And I really don't. I thought that she might someday. But I really won't. And so we've got a baby. Towards the end of our relationship, when we pretty much knew that we'd be going our separate ways, anytime I saw a baby and I was going all goo goo gaga over it, my ex would say, well, Jonathan's getting eggy again. That was the word she used, eggy. So when I first saw Baby Yoda in the hit Star Wars Disney Megacorp show, The Mandalorian, I was instantly in love. Yeah, I know Baby Yoda was ruthlessly engineered in a lab by evil genius corporate overlords in order to sell toys. I know that, but come on, I'm only human. It, it worked on me. Right after the second episode aired, once we got a real good look at Baby Yoda and we saw what kind of relationship the child would have with Mando, I knew I wanted to make a little song for the, for the baby a Baby Yoda song. Now, I'm not going to try to recreate the process of making the song because um, I don't think that would work, but I'll just point out some little bits. Um, you know, just like you've heard me do over the course of the season of this show, I sat down at my desk and I, you know, I just started messing around. The first thing I came up with was this piano part. So once I had this going, I just started singing over it. I, you know, I'm pretty sure the chorus came to me, like, right away. I added in some harmonies. The flute plays a really big role in the soundtrack for The Mandalorian. It's got this really great sort of spaghetti western kind of vibe. Let's hear just a little bit of the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. 
So because of this, this amazing flute sound, uh, it made sense to reach for some flute samples. Right here in Logic, as you've heard me do before, I did a search for flute. Uh, I found this little thing. It's called House For You Flute. But it wasn't quite in the right key to go with the piano part, so I pitched it up. And then I added an amp to give it some color. Then I found this other sample called New Jazz Jam Flute 4. <laughs> Same deal. I pitched it up. So then for the verse, I, I made this decision to sing the lyrics in a weird, funny-sounding voice. I think I was sort of thinking, like, not exactly of trying to sound just like Yoda, but to sing the song in a kind of a character, at least, to give it a sort of Star Wars-y vibe. The galaxy is going to hell, but we've fallen under your spell, baby. A lot of the comments on YouTube say I sound like Pennywise, the clown from the movie It. Oh, me, small. <laughs> I am the eater of words. So once the song was finished, I felt pretty good about it. You know, like if I'd been making it for this podcast, I'd, I'd have definitely given it an A, a solid A. So on a whim, I decided to upload it to streaming services. All of my Song A Day songs end up on streaming services eventually. Just search Spotify or whatever streaming service for Song A Day, and you'll find all of Song A Day there. But occasionally, if a song is topical and I like it, I'll just release it as a single. You know, just because. So I uploaded the song, and a little while later, I got a Facebook message from an old friend who said she had seen the song being used by someone on TikTok. TikTok. I knew vaguely about TikTok from two sort of angles. One, I knew that the popular rapper Lil Nas X had the longest running number one single in history with the song Old Town Road. And that song had gotten its first huge wave of promotion from being insanely popular on TikTok. There's a really great article all about how that went down, which I will link in the show notes. And the only other thing I knew about TikTok was that I have this longtime fan who's been watching me for like six or seven years named Dominic. And he's like amassed three million followers on TikTok in like under six months. And he's, you know, he's now like a, a real proper influencer. Like that's his that's what he's doing now. But beyond those two facts, I honestly didn't know much. So I set up an account. I went in and searched the music section. TikTok has its own dedicated music section for the Baby Yoda song. And sure enough, there were like a couple hundred people just using the song in the short videos. They were drawing pictures of Baby Yoda and dancing in front of videos of Baby Yoda or just like looking at the screen, seeing how much they loved Baby Yoda all while my song played in the background. And I started obsessively checking the number of videos that used it. And I watched as that number grew in that sort of unmistakably exponential viral way. I've had songs go viral in the past, but there was something really different about this. Like, usually what happens is there's a huge instantaneous spike of interest in a song, and then it, like, just drops off precipitously. This song's viral moment lasted, like, a, a full two months from, like, mid-November to mid-January. The other And the other thing about songs when they go viral normally is that it's usually platform specific a song going viral on youtube doesn't move the needle on twitter and vice versa but as i'm sitting here 
the song has been used in like about 370,000 TikToks, right? But 370,000 TikToks has translated into over 6 million views on YouTube, which is the most views I've gotten on any video, and two mil over 2 million streams on Spotify, which is insane. That's also the most streams I've gotten for, for anything. Okay, but beyond the numbers, maybe the craziest part of all was the feedback that I got from far-flung friends all around the world who came across the song because of the children in their lives. Um, for instance, an old bandmate of mine in Oakland sent me a message on Twitter saying that his son had been telling his friends that his dad used to be in a band with me, the guy who made the Baby Yoda song, and that his friends didn't believe him. So could he, could he please come to school and tell his friends that it's true? Um, an old dancer friend who's living in Kansas said that her daughter's second grade class was constantly breaking out into songs singing Baby Yoda, Baby Baby Yoda every single day. And this is something I heard over and over again, just from from so many different people, that kids across the country were singing this song every day over and over in their classrooms and to each other and at night and on the phone and over video chat. My niece, who's 11, said the same thing. She had me film several videos of myself to prove to her friends that her uncle was the Baby Yoda song guy. If you go to Twitter right now and do a search inside quotation marks for Baby Yoda, Baby Baby Yoda, you'll find people still tweeting that phrase, just randomly quoting the song throughout the day. So that's crazy. I've never had that experience, any viral experience quite, quite like that. The fever did die down eventually. Once The Mandalorian went off the air, Baby Yoda stopped being in such hot demand. But I have a feeling and I hope that when the show comes back, there'll be renewed interest. But the current epilogue for this story is that as I sit here, it's March 23rd, 2020. We're right in the midst of the quarantine COVID-19 coronavirus crisis sheltering in place here in Jersey City and all over the country. Now, I've taken a huge hit financially because a bunch of the conference gigs I had lined up have been canceled. But somehow, miraculously, my family has been saved by Baby Yoda. Since royalties often come on like a one to three to six month delay, I've just started to get the money from all the millions of streams and views of this song. And that money, believe it or not, is at least for the moment making up some of the ground that I lost from the canceled gigs. I mean, to put it another way, I'd be freaking out a lot more currently about our finances if my Baby Yoda viral moment hadn't happened. So um, thank you, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, baby, 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 baby Yoda. The galaxy is going to hell. But we've fallen under your spell, baby. Little baby, you're the one.
Baby Yoda and thank you, dear friends and uh, folks, for listening and for being here. I should say, you know, that Baby Yoda money is coming in. Um, I do not know what I'm going to do when that Baby Yoda money stops coming in, which I think is going to be pretty soon. So if you have the money um, to spend like a dollar a month uh, helping me on Patreon, that would be a huge, 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 ginormous help to me. That is at patreon.com slash Jonathan Mann. Um, and thanks so much for, for coming on this journey with me. I've really enjoyed sharing these episodes with you. I'm super excited for season two. It's coming together um, slowly but surely. You know, it took me about seven months to put together this first season. Hopefully it will take me a lot less time to do that, to do season two. But we shall see. Since it involves other people, on the one hand, it's easier because I don't have to do all the songs myself. But on the other hand, there's a lot of logistics and coordination and things that happen. So that's all I really got right now. Thank you so much again for listening. Really, it means the world to me. Please tell your friends about this podcast if you think that they would like it. Yeah, Baby Yoda came out pretty good. And uh, I'm going to write another song today. I wrote a song yesterday, and you know what I say. There's always tomorrow. Stay safe out there. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you soon. I produce this show by myself in my studio. Hope you like what you heard. If you did, please spare a word or two. Leave me a review. Rating two. Tell a friend or two. I got a Patreon you could do. And I'll keep making this podcast for free. We live in the attention economy. So please come notice me Let's smash the patriarchy And white supremacy too Thanks for listening Just a little bit further Why are we whispering? It's not our land Whose is it? Don't worry about it. I would have brought you here sooner, but this is the first time the weather's been right since you were born. Okay, so it's my favorite drum show. It only grows right in this spot. Look around at the base of dead trees. It's it's big and flat, kind of greenish. Okay. Yes. It's kind of ugly. Tap it. Is that that a Lynn? Yep. Wow. I was forging these for prints back in 84. I I didn't know they grew wild like this. Some sounds you just can't get on the farm.
Okay, one last thing. If you've made it all the way to the end of this episode, uh, congratulations. I don't think very many people do that. Uh, but if you did, let me know what you just thought of that little thing that I just shared. It's it's an idea for a narrative fiction podcast that I have about a farmer who grows sounds. He's like an artisanal farmer. He grows like really rare uh, and interesting sounds. And then um, him and his family are threatened when the big box uh, sound store moves in and uh, threatens to drive prices down and threatens his livelihood or something along those lines. Uh, let me know what you think of that. Okay, bye.